So, John, have you ever had to wear a ridiculous costume such, such as Santa Claus? Of course. I mean, not Santa Claus. I don't really have the, the figure for Santa Claus. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're getting there, though. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> look who's talking, bitch. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Am I wrong? Um, so, no, I've not done Santa Claus, but I did one time go to a work... I don't think it was, it wasn't Christmas and no, it wasn't Christmas. I went to a work, a previous job, mm-hmm. a work party on a barge. Mm-hmm. It was in York. We were on a boat. Uh, it was like a work thing. Maybe it was Christmas. It doesn't matter. It wasn't Christmas themed, but the theme was Viking. No, pirates versus Vikings. That was it. Okay. Pirates versus Vikings. Right, right, right. So everyone had to dress up as a pirate or a Viking. Yeah. And so, you know, that seems pretty prescriptive. You've got two options really. Mm-hmm. And I like to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be generic. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to dress as a pirate or a Viking. I'm going to dress as a parrot. <laughs> so I, I bought like a, I bought like a full like you know parrot's outfit on eBay. Um, cost a fortune, and it's it was a very heavy like yeah. cumbersome parrot outfit. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else was dressed pretty conservatively. Like you know they, they were wearing like you know oh I'm wearing some horns. Oh I'm wearing like you know an eye patch. You know because yeah. They realized that it's the main thing is not they, the costume. The, the main thing is to get drunk at the party. Yeah, yeah they all just wore like one thing. Yeah. One, just a little accessory or something. Yeah, and I, just, I went yeah. full parrot. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> regretted it very much. Did you, could you drink? Like, did you have a face? Did you have a beak? I know, I had a face. I had a giant beak, but the beak was like, the hole in the beak was the face. Oh, right. Okay. poking up the beak. Oh, okay. so, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, it was a little embarrassing. We ended up on the, um, on the boat mm-hmm. and it was, so it was like a river cruise in York. And there was a DJ playing, mm-hmm. um, and it was, and we had like food as well. Basically, it was supposed to be like a like a barbecue, like you know, finger yeah. food stuff. Anyway, so they set up the karaoke. This guy sets up the karaoke, and my boss, who was a big old pisshead, she was like, "Okay, someone needs to get the karaoke started. Come on, someone's got to sing." And you know, mm-hmm. nobody ever wants to be the first person to sing. It's mm-hmm. all, you know, it, she was really like, about like getting the party started. Yeah. And so she looked at me with like the parrot suit on, and she had this like, <laughs> I saw the like the, the light bulb go above her head, and she's like, "John, get it!" And I, you know, she was like the CEO of this big company. I was like. Yeah the copywriter. I was very low down the right. So I, I was like quite scared of her and could not tell her no. Mm-hmm. So she was like, come here, come here. I've got a great idea. Sing the birdie song. And I was like, what? She's like, you're dressed as a parrot. Sing the birdie song. That'd be great. And she goes, you've got the birdie song, right? And the guy's like, yeah, I've got the birdie song. And she goes, right, okay, put the birdie song on. I don't, do you know the birdie song? I've never heard of this. It doesn't have any lyrics. What? <laughs> it doesn't have any lyrics. She was asking you to sing a song without any lyrics. It's that one that goes na 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 da 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 ba 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 da 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 ba da 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 You get the you get the I think it's out of copyright. You get the point. Yeah. It's that. So she was like sing. I was like so like she just demanded. She didn't ask me. She just like sing it. So then he puts it on and I'm there in front of the mic and I'm like I don't know what to do. So then I'm just kind of like awkwardly flapping my wings and going like na 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 like wishing I was dead. <laughs> and then to make matters worse like about 30 seconds into this like four minute song yeah. the call for food came up and so everyone who was obviously very embarrassed for me and just generally <laughs> hazing everyone was like made a beeline out of the room i was in to the buffet upstairs yeah so i but i had to just like stand there like just still doing the song oh, while the entire room emptied <laughs> and it was just until it was just me and the boss who was just sat there going like clapping at me just like yes yes keep going and i was like this is awful <laughs> Did he get off the stage and be like, I need a pay rise right now? I had to finish the song and then I did not ask for a pay rise. I just you should, you should, you should have I should have jumped overboard, is what I should have done. But yeah. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Oh dear. Right, well, on with the show. Some films are fine, just the way they are. Other films sometimes take it way too far. But we 
Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are picturing prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to Reindeer Games, part two of our Christmas season. Mm. We'll also be picturing some drinking games and hearing from our listeners with the ideas they have posted on our social media pages. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch up with a bit of a plot summary. Mm-hmm. I'm Harry, the host with the most luck in casinos. Really? Yes. When was the last time you went to a casino? Ah, a couple of years ago. Okay. Well, I mean, if you've decided to quit while you're ahead, then you've made good choices. So well, kudos to you. I've got about 20 or 30 quid up overall. Good. Right. Well, leave it there. Never gamble again. Okay. Cool. 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 Joining me is always the host who's so scared of casinos because of everything that could go wrong. It's John Lucas. Hello. Yes. So, Reindeer Games. Reindeer Games, yes. What are you, what are you subjecting me to this one, then? Why did I... Because I felt like this was... This is one I've wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is a classic bad movie yeah this is a movie that i'm so excited to talk about <laughs> there's a lot to unpack yeah i mean we are short of christmas themed movies mm-hmm. we've been doing this podcast for a few years now and you know if you can't do christmas franchises then mm-hmm. you're left with standalones and mm-hmm. you know we've been through a lot of the classic ones like mm-hmm. the family films you know whatever this is something else yeah this is very much something different and i'm just excited to talk about it really so, yeah yeah I'd certainly call it a Christmas movie. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is undeniably a movie that is very interested in Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's a difficult one to argue. Mm-hmm. This was a bad film, wasn't it? It is. It's a terrible film. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster. Yeah. But gosh, it's entertaining. It has its moments. It is such a disaster. <laughs> it's such a train wreck of a movie. But Go on then, what do you like about it? I mean... Where to begin, honestly? Like the plot? The plot, sure. Okay, well, okay, fine. I'm rushing it along. Um so well, a bit of background first. Mm-hmm. So this film came out in two thousand. Mm-hmm. It stars Ben Affleck. Yeah. Then at the height of kind of post Goodwill hunting mm-hmm. Ben Affleck fame, uh Charlie's from, who mm-hmm. has in recent years described this as the worst film she ever made. <laughs> she said she made this film because she really liked the director in other things. Mm-hmm. He directed uh, The Manchurian Candidate, which is a very famous film, and a lot of other, I forget now, but he made a lot of like classic movies in the 60s and the 70s, basically, mm-hmm. lots of yeah. classic crime movies. And so she was like, yeah, I want to work with this guy. And uh, then she very quickly realized, she actually said, uh, I was kidding myself. <laughs> That's how she <laughs> describes her experience of making this movie. Yeah. She said, I was kidding myself. <laughs> and so she's very honest about this movie, yeah. which I enjoy. Do you know my favorite thing about this movie? Go on. My favorite fact about this movie mm. is it came out in February. <laughs> <laughs> the least Christmassy month there is. Well, I mean, it's no July, but sure. Well, no, I feel because I feel, it, it's the furthest away without being like just after. Okay, sure. Like, because yeah. January is still in the, you're still in, in the, the hangover. Yeah, thing, the yeah. Christmas hangover. Some people still have the, their decorations up. Yeah. Some crazy people leave them up for the whole of January. Sure. Uh, no, not not okay. No, I, I agree. My neighbour back in Wales, she used to live leave her Christmas tree up until about April. Mm-hmm. We didn't like her. <laughs> for that reason or just generally? <laughs> yeah, just, just there were, were many things. Okay. But that was the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, this movie was clearly intended to be a Christmas action movie. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's on some level, someone involved clearly watched Die Hard and was like, yeah, let's do a Christmas action movie. Mm-hmm. But no, it, it tested so poorly. Mm. Basically what happened was... It was lined up to be released at Christmas, I'm sure. Yeah. And then they sent out to critics and, you know, test screenings. And it just, oh dear, no, this is, this is a complete turkey. Mm -hmm. And so they 
pulled it and just buried it in February. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, but because this film is so aggressively Christmassy, mm-hmm. like I mean, obviously, in many ways it's not because it's about death and crime, and it's it's not a Christmas. But they're movie. always like dressed as Santa. Yeah, but talking it's about so, Christmas. It's yeah. got carols in the in the soundtrack. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, let's flash back to the days when you and me used to go to the cinema once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, which I'm 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 very nostalgic for at the moment. And yeah. I, 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 I hope those days come back. But those days when every week we do a podcast and then we go and just look at oh what's on. Let's go and watch this. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Can you imagine? We've just done a podcast. It's mid-February. We're like, oh, let's go see Reindeer Games. I wonder what that is, you know? Well, and know, then it's like know, a you know, full-blown Christmas movie. You're not going like, to wonder what that is. It sounds like a Christmas movie. I mean, it does, yeah. I, I mean, there's a reason this movie bombed. I mean, they just buried it. They were just like, okay, this movie's a write-off. Let's just throw it out in February and just pretend it never happened. Yeah. But can you imagine watching this aggressively Christmassy movie <laughs> in February? How confused would you be? Yeah, it would be quite bizarre. Yeah. Watching this movie, you can really see the shadows of what it's trying to be or what it could be if it was a good movie, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting as well. But it just it fails on so many levels. Yeah. Most of all, I think the writing is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Every, uh, like the dialogue, the plots. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about some of the plot twists in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just it it's it, it's truly it, it is genuinely baffling. Like it's yeah. it's the kind of bad movie that only comes around once every few years. Where it's like the wheels came off this particular trolley very early, and then they were just trying to steer it into finish somehow. Like mm-hmm. it was just careening off the road. And I yeah I, I really enjoyed that kind of bad movie. So yeah, me too, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, did you clock Ashton Kutcher in this? I did. Like yes. as, a, as an extra, basically as a one. I think he has one line, right? Yeah. If that, yeah, he's a one line extra. Yeah. But like. He's he wasn't a nothing actor at this point. Mm-hmm. He, he was on that 70s show, I think. He was. I wonder if this film was filmed a couple of years before it came out. I don't know the exact timeline. I just know that it was obviously meant to be a Christmas movie and then it got shoved out in February. But mm. I don't know how like what the gap is between filming. I don't know if he did he film this as a jobbing actor? Oh no. Uh, sorry, I've I've got that slightly wrong. It is actually his third ever credit. Okay, so. that makes more sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh but still, like it is jarring. It's, it's it's weird to see. It's jarring when in the middle of the, like an hour into this two hour movie, Ashton Kutcher shows up, says one line, and then is never seen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Do you want to do a plot summary then? <laughs> sure. I mean, what what did you think of it? You haven't told me yet. I thought uh, it. I was intrigued by it at the start, but I mm-hmm. found it very predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, really, because I thought some of these plot twists were pretty out there, to be honest. Oh, not yeah. that it was cleverly. Oh, no, 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 not not that I predicted like where those plot t- twists were going, but just sure. like I immediately predicted that like, oh yeah, your friend in jail, he's he's about to die. Any second. Oh sure, there. yeah. Oh here it comes, here it comes, and that was a riot. Great. Oh sure, yeah. We're both getting out on the same day. Yeah. Which also <laughs> how? Yeah. I don't think they like. I don't think prison especially releases when, are staggered for friendship. Especially when both their crimes are vastly different. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, well, like ben Affleck do- stole some cars. Yeah. Other guy killed people. He's a mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and no. he's what, like early twenties? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, clearly that guy was gonna die. But yeah, so go on. So that was predictable. Fine. Yeah, I thought it got quite boring for the middle hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think any of this movie was boring. And then it really stepped up towards like the last half hour, maybe. Sure, sure. Okay. Because last half hour is where it, everything happens, really. I guess. I don't know. Some of the stuff that happens in the first hour is pretty wacky. I mean, we'll get to it. But... Oh, go on then. Go on. Okay. Well, I'll get some. I'll get. Let me. Let me get into the plot summary then, shall I? So, yes, Reindeer Games. It stars Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. Charlie's Ferron. 
it opens very promisingly with a montage of shots of dead Santa Claus corpses. And then we cut from that to Ben Affleck in prison with some classic voiceover. Mm-hmm. So this is me. You might be wondering how did I, how did I, how did a guy like me get into this situation? It was really one of those monologues, yeah, like voiceovers. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a lot. There's like voiceover at the very beginning and the very end. Yeah, but there's also a lot of Ben Affleck talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you the truth, I never was much for the holidays. Been forever since I'd known a holiday. Since I'd seen my family. Since I'd been with a girl. Since I'd driven a car. You see, cars were what put me here. Iron Mountain, maximum security. I was riding a hard five for Grand Theft Auto. Meanwhile, most of my esteemed raping and murdering colleagues were up for parole in three. The world works like that sometimes. All the time, in my experience. That's me, Rudy Duncan, menace to society on the left. The guy on the right's Nick Cassidy, my best friend. Back then, we were both looking at three days to a new start. That's what you talk about in prison. How you're gonna get it right. How you'll never make the same mistakes. I would, I would describe the writing of this movie as clumsy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very clumsy. Yep, me too. So he's in prison. Uh, he's called Rudy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is serving time for stealing some cars alongside his best mate, Nick. Yeah. And Nick is a... He, Nick's in prison, it turns out, later for manslaughter, mm-hmm. for killing some people in a bar fight or something. Mm-hmm doesn't really matter no. point is they're both in prison mm-hmm. conveniently they're both due to get out in two days time because <laughs> they, they've decided it's some kind of friendship release program if your besties in prison you get the same release date that's how it works yep and nick the friend is involved in a prison pen pal romance with charlize ferron <laughs> this was bizarre to me like, which part all of it sure, well sure yeah the whole film's bizarre but go so on. like they've never met or well, that's the story no. at least they've never met but they've got this whole pen pal romance thing. Well, that happens. There are crazy women who like get obsessed with men in prison and write them letters. That's documented. But like they're they're both absolutely in love with each other. Sure. That's the story they're pushing across to Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when like Ben Affleck gets out, but Nick doesn't, she's there waiting for him. Mm -hmm. Like does none of it felt at all right. No, of course it's no, no, it's ridiculous, but it, it parts of that are, I think that happens. There are women who write to guys in prison and end up mm. falling in love with them and getting with them when they get released or whatever. That even mm. like Charles Manson married some woman that at some point like, and he's a mass murderer. Like mm. it does happen, but yes, it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. So basically, he's in love with Charlie's Ferron. They have this pen pal relationship, and they're going to get together as soon as they get out of prison. Mm. But of course, naturally. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So there is a very bizarre prison riot, mm-hmm. uh, which it's is basically called... a food fight. Well, one guy finds a cockroach in his jello. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like everyone has cockroaches in F- in the jello. And nobody's noticed until now. No, uh, uh, it, it, it took one guy to shout it out. And then suddenly everyone's like, hey, wait, my jello is full of cockroaches too. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Like, yeah. what? I didn't understand this scene at all. No, it me was neither. so strange. But anyway, there's a huge prison fight. It incites a prison riot. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of this prison riot, poor old Nick gets shivved. Mm-hmm. He gets stabbed. He dies. Mm-hmm. Or does he? We'll get back to that. <laughs> he get, he dies. And uh, yeah, Rudy is released. Rudy survives, Ben Affleck. And he yep. is released as scheduled on the day. But he's very sad because his best friend's died. Mm-hmm. And as he's leaving prison, he sees Charlie's Ferron mm-hmm. waiting outside in a little silver coat, waiting for her love to come out. 
and he's struck by guilt, horniness. <laughs> What's his motive? I, 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 you know, I don't know. I think he just sees an opportunity and he goes for it. Yeah, I was. I had a lot of questions about what his end game was in this scheme. Because yeah. he jumps out of the post-prison bus, whatever mm-hmm. it is, the coach, and he he then says, "Oh, I'm I'm Nick." Yeah. But he takes his best friend's identity yeah. and says, "I'm the man you've been writing to all of this time." Yeah, but it's not it's not quite like he doesn't deliver it like that. He he sort of walks up to her and you think that he's gonna go and tell her like, that Nick oh, is oh, dead. Nick's yeah. dead, and he, he, which he, would be the honourable thing to and do. And so, like, he walks up, like all slumped down. And he goes, "Hi, mm. <laughs> I'm Nick." <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is his end game? Yeah. And then just like the minute that that happens, me and Louisa are both like. Oh, he's he's this kind of character, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Now, now I don't like this even more. Yeah. You Ashley? I'm Nick. Yeah. So he pretends to be the guy who's dead, mm-hmm. and then we have this weird scene where they both go to like a diner or whatever, and they're having like a conversation. Yeah. And because it has to explain, of course, how the hell he can possibly pass himself off as this best friend when clearly Nick has exchanged photos with Charlie's yeah. all these years. Yeah. So then he says, Oh, I sent you these fake photos because I was worried that you wouldn't be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, well yeah, I was worried that you might not be attracted to me either. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is Charlie's Ferrod and Ben Affleck. Like, these, these, are, these are very attractive. Are we supposed to believe these are like really ugly people? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, oh, I thought you might not be attracted to me. So I sent a photo of my much less attractive friend and mm-hmm. saw out, thought how oh, that would work out. Like, what? I, I, I don't know. It was so weird. Like, I think this film would be a lot better. Could have been a really good film. Well, it would have to be completely rewritten. Mm-hmm. But I could see how this was clearly influenced by stuff like Fargo. Mm-hmm. Whoever wrote this watched a lot of like Coen Brothers stuff, which yeah. is always about like real people, people who look like Steve Buscemi, you know, mm-hmm. basically getting into, or, or, or Francis McDormand or, mm-hmm. you know, John Goodman, you know, the kind of people who are in Coen Brothers films. Yeah. yeah. People who look like ordinary human beings getting into crazy scrapes because they're not as smart as they think they are and they make huge but understandable mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this could have been that, but it's not because it's got Ben Affleck and Charlie's Ferron. <laughs> and it's like, and she's like, oh, I thought you might not like me. I was like, you are Charlize Theron. <laughs> Giving you a stupid dye job and an unflattering coat does not disguise the fact that you are Charlize Theron. It's no. ridiculous. You're like, oh, I thought you meant not fancy me. What? Come on. <laughs> uh, it was madness. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, that's just how they kind of wave away the fact that clearly they should have known that they weren't the right people. Yeah. But, but yeah, so they have this, so they have this diner conversation and then they go back to a motel and, uh, and they have, it's a smash cut to a very strange sex scene. Yes, it is, <laughs> it's isn't it? It's a very strange yeah. sex scene. <laughs> it's... The, the tone of this movie was so odd. It really flipped between, like, wholesome Christmas movie and mm. boom, there's Ben Affleck's ass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there's a close-up. This camera lens is going right up Ben Affleck's ass. You never know what's coming just around the corner, do you? You really don't, no. There's so many just bits where you're like, oh, it really, oh. It really throws you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get this whole sex scene, but it's very, it's very like porny sex scene, I guess. Mm. Like, not that it's in any way hot. It's not like well done. No, but it, it, it's it's the kind of sex scene you might see in an erotic thriller, which this movie really is not. But then also <laughs> the soundtrack is "Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow." Yeah, well, it just doesn't. It just like it's like it's such a, an odd. Yes, it's a very it's a, odd. It's a bit of a slow song, so you know maybe they thought they could get away with making it sexy, but it's just so weird. Yeah. 
it's a, I, I don't even think they're Christmas song standards. I don't think it's a very sexy one. It's like no. you're literally watching naked Ben Affleck's ass writhe up and down in the air I, to I let get, it snow, let it snow. It's weird. I guess they just couldn't get like Santa Baby. Or oh, something. no. All of these songs are out of copyright. That's why. What, these what, are all in the public domain. What, what song would you rather have? I don't know. Jingle Bells? I don't know if there's any Christmas. Deck the Halls? I think, yeah. I think something with a bit of rhythm. Silent, I think that's it. The, Silent Night. No, no, no. Silent Night would be worse. <laughs> you need a Christmas song with a bit of rhythm. For, if, I mean, I, would, I don't think any Christmas song is particularly well suited to a sex yeah. scene. But Let It Snow so, like, it's so slow and chintzy. You, you want at least to have a set. Uh, if it's we be, wish you a Merry Christmas. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe. <laughs> it was just a weird one. It was a weird song to do a sex scene to. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So they have this sex scene, and then they it, it cuts to them asleep on the floor. Yeah, why? The bed's right there. Yeah. It's, I mean, I get it. Like, I get the concept if, of them. If that's where sex took you, fine. Yes. The, the, but when the know, sex is finished, just... Literally, he's been in jail for five years. He's, yeah. been, he's, he's had plenty of hardcore floors. Yeah. There was a very comfortable bed, not two feet away from him. Mm-hmm. Why would you sleep on a cold, hardcore floor? Yeah. I don't get it. But yeah. No, that, that's what they do. So then he just, I guess he just decides to steal his best friend's identity for a while. Mm. There's a scene where he flushes his uh, his ID card, his driver license, down the toilet. I just is the character an idiot? Yes. Is he an? I- he like, is a complete. But I think that's no, 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 if no, this no, was no, a no. Coen Brothers film, the film would know he was an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. film doesn't know he's an idiot. Who tries to flush a driving license down a toilet? Well, like, yeah. Like also, it's probably not the sort of thing she's looking for. You could just like put it under the un- like under the pillow of the yeah. motel you're at, and then just leave. Yeah. No, no, no. He's just got out of prison. I think he might need that very soon. Yeah, hi- yeah part- hide it. Put it in your shoe. Yes. That is a terrible thing to get rid of. You, The last thing you want to get rid of is your source of ID when you've just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Just put it in your back pocket and don't show us it. Show it. Why flush it down the toilet? I mean, I guess that's commitment to, oh, she was really good at sex. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to keep this, this mm-hmm. facade that I've got but what like, is for his, like forever. But what is his plan? I don't know because at the end of the movie he has a family. Yeah, which is never does. Yeah, which he's never mentioned before. Now. <laughs> yeah, he could get out any time. Well, uh, th- in the next scene after they've had sex and he's flushed his mm. driver's license, she takes him shopping. Wait a minute, just want to take it back a little bit. Okay, but also forwards. So this was all a plan to get him involved in the in the heist that they're doing. Well, spoiler in, alert, in, but in, sure, in, yeah. in, in this scheme. So. That moment where he comes out of prison and he gets on the prison bus, but then he gets off it. What if he didn't get off it? Because oh. he very nearly didn't get off it. Harry, the plot of the <laughs> villain, the plot that the villains come up with in this film, falls apart in an, like a deck of cards if the slightest finger is wrong. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's the most convoluted plan. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll we'll get to that. But after the sex scene, she takes him shopping and she seems <laughs> deranged. Yeah, she's like. Well, she, she reminds me a lot of her character from. Uh, Arrested Development. Yes, yeah, yes. You could if if this the plot of this film was that she was actually mentally ill. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, she's yeah. the mind of a child. Sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so she's buying him all these expensive coats, and he's like, "Oh, you can't spend all this money on me." And she's like, "Oh no, I've got a fifty percent discount." Ha ha! Like she really seemed manic in this scene. It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. But so she's buying him so all this shit. So does she work there? She because... claims to, but that doesn't really track with what we learn later. No, it really doesn't. No. Why would she have a job if she's about stealed millions of pounds? No, I, don't, I have no idea. None of this held together. No. But so she's buying him all this shit. I guess she's paying for the motel as well because he must be broke. He's out of prison. Yeah. There's no indication he has any money. 
and then there's, another, there's one of several scenes in which Ben Affleck just talks to himself because the subtext of this movie is just the text. Mm-hmm. So he looks in the mirror and she, she like skips off to buy this $200 coat and he's like, just get through Christmas. Just give her a nice Christmas. Just do that and then leave. So his plan, as far as I can tell, is to steal his friend's identity just for Christmas. But why? For the sex? Because he feels guilty? Yeah, but why is he like, just get through Christmas? What? Well, I guess after Christmas, his plan is to tell the truth. Yeah, but why? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It's worse. So what I think what he's saying is... You want to stick around for sex? Stick around for sex. But you want to leave? Leave. Why, why have you set a date for this? It that seems involves like, flushing your ID down the toilet. It seems like he saw her out of prison. Yeah. Felt really sorry for her. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't know that Nick is dead. Ah, uh, so wants to give her like a nice Christmas. And uh and a nice yeah, I get it. A nice Christmas and then a nice breakup and then leave. But how is that better? It's if it's a nice breakup? Like if it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's it's not you, it's me. Mm. But uh, I think we're better as friends. Uh and you know, just that sort that sort of thing. Try like, I I don't know. I don't know. That's not saying that that's right. I'm just saying maybe that's what's going through his head. Okay, sure. Because I was just thinking, like, how is it better if he? I, I was. I didn't realize that maybe he would just keep lying to her. I was thinking, if he tells her the truth after Christmas, that's, that's going to ruin everything. Yeah. So, because like, okay, she's been in this like pen pal relationship with this guy who she's yeah. clearly never met because she's stupid enough to think it's Ben Affleck. Yeah. So you know, if she found out on that, if, say he never walked out of the prison. Quick pause. The, the twists at the end of this movie. Do you think they were planned? Yes. By the uh, like at the start of this movie. What do you mean by the writers or by the characters? By the writers. I don't. Did I don't the writers know. know they were going to do those twists. I, I feel like this. The script of this got away from them. <laughs> I feel like it's. <laughs> at some point, they just kept writing just to get to some kind of ending. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Because it goes to some places, man. It, yeah. It, it it really goes off the rails. Yeah. But so, let's imagine. She's waiting outside prison for this guy she's been having this lesser writing relationship with for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show. No. Then she finds out he died. Mm-hmm. She'll be very sad. Mm-hmm. But she's never actually met him. No. And not to not to like dismiss like long distance, you know, remote relationships, mm-hmm. whatever. It can work, but it can be I'm sure it's very real. But I think she'd get over it. <laughs> I think she'd be sad. <laughs> and I think she'd deal with it. Yeah. To then steal her boyfriend's identity, mm-hmm. essentially rape her. Mm-hmm. Because that's effectively what it is. Yeah. He's like pretending to be someone else and having sex with her. Yeah. So at the end of this, to be like, well, actually, I'm not who I thought. I, I'm, I'm not who I said I was. I'm actually somebody else. And you've had sex with a complete stranger because I've lied to you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm leaving. Bye. Mm-hmm. But at least you had a nice Christmas. <laughs> I don't think that's better. <laughs> I don't think that's better at all. She I think that's decidedly worse. She would, nev- she would worse. never look back and be like, oh, Christmas 2000. That was that. That, that was that, that nice Christmas that was, that when was, a random really guy raped nice me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was good. Yeah. No, it's it's a terrible plan. Yeah. So anyway, so he's he's trying to get her through Christmas, and then he's going to dump her. It is his we we assume to be his plan. Mm-hmm. But then he goes back to the motel, and then he's like set upon by some guys and brutally beaten. Mm-hmm. Did you notice? So he walks into the. It's like a it's like a log cabin they're staying in. Yeah. And there's I think two or three of the guys are just like waiting by the door, and they just hit him immediately. And mm. One of them just jumps out of a cupboard. <laughs> Literally, what just like. <laughs> After the other two have started beating him, one of them just like dives out of a wardrobe and like starts like strangling him and beating him. Why? Why was that guy hiding in a wardrobe? Don't know. It made no sense. Don't know. See, that would be good to. That 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 feels like the sort of scene that happens after a long Tarantino esque scene of just like there's 
three random people or four random people in a room mm-hmm. we're all arguing about what it is they're going to do and one of them has a disagreement and it's like no 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 I want to hide in the cupboard and I, that's what I think we should all do so that's what I'm going to do yes and then he hides in the cupboard and then enter Ben Affleck yes that would be fun but we don't get that now. No. So Ben Affleck gets brutally beaten by these random guys. Yeah. And then Charlie's Theron comes comes in and she's also kidnapped. And it turns out that these... What are you doing? Oh. Okay. Okay. Good. Do please carry on. I will. So he gets beaten up by these guys. And it turns out that these assailants are... Gary Sinise mm-hmm. is Charlie's Theron's brother. Mm-hmm. And the other guys are just heavies. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're just gangsters. But Gary Sinise is the underused, lim- underused like heavies, like yeah. Danny Trejo. He's he's a he's an icon. A by this point. He's an icon of uh, of this kind of movie. But yeah, he doesn't yeah. really get much to do. Apparently, Vin Diesel was in this movie. All right, w- w- was the cast- Donald Logue character, or we don't know. We know he was cast in this movie, and he was fired. I love, I love how you're saying like we don't know, as in like the royal way. Yeah, <laughs> us, us in the forums, like we've been we've been working on this for decades. We, we we've not worked out who we were no. supposed to be yet. Yeah, the public <laughs> does not know, but yes, Vin Diesel was cast in an undisclosed role. I would say probably Donald Logue. That makes the most sense. Yeah, maybe Danny Trejo. I don't know, but yeah, he was cast, and apparently he was too demanding, and then he got fired. Okay. But then he made Fast and Furious, and I'm sure he has no regrets whatsoever. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, fine. Sure. He was fine. He's he's done good. He's he's done perfectly well after this film. Uh, yeah. So Gary Sinise is Charlize's brother, and the rest of them are just random gangsters. Mm-hmm. But they all think he's Nick. Yeah. Because he's obviously taken this identity to get his end away with Charlize. And Nick, it turns out, uh, used to work for a casino. See, this is why I don't think that they had the twists at the end. <laughs> okay. Because there's so much about. Like Gary Sinise and everybody thinking like, is he Nick? Is he not Nick? Mm-hmm. Oh no! To be fair, with that with that twist, Gary Sinise isn't in on it, is he? It's no. only Charlie. And Gary Sinise, for for reasons unclear, Gary Sinise seems to just be convinced that he is Nick, and he will not hear anything otherwise. Yeah. Because from the very beginning, Ben Affleck's like, "I'm not Nick." Yeah. And they're just like, "Yes, you are." Yeah. They they will not accept that he's not Nick. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> So, yes, it turned out Nick worked at a casino before he was killed. Mm-hmm. And so what their plan is, and has been all along, when they thought that Rudy was Nick, mm-hmm. was that when Nick got out of prison, they would do this to him, beat him up, whatever, and they would intimidate him into helping them to rob the casino mm-hmm. using his insider knowledge of yeah. like where the cash is held, mm-hmm. his knowledge of the staff, all this kind of stuff. Stuff that Rudy, Ben Affleck, couldn't possibly know because he's not that guy the security of the casino in the end Uh is unrealistically stupid Mm -hmm. well you you, you know actually we'll we'll, we'll get to that because i I realize i've jumped ahead there's the whole cowboys yeah yeah we we can't skip the cowboy scene yeah so nick is just completely like no i'm not nick i'm rudy i'm just a guy who's pretended to be nick Mm -hmm. to get into charlie's Ferron's knickers Mm -hmm. basically and I mean, there's a whole drinking game to be discussed about the, the Christmas references in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah. But I think we need to specifically hone in on this moment when Gary Sinise is like, so you pretended to be somebody else so you could get down my sister's chimney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, what a line. Mm-hmm. What a line. Well, who are you now? I'm not him, man. I'm. I'm not, she just. She thinks I'm Nick. I'm not him. 
Put him in the truck. Wait a minute, I, I, I was in the joint with him. That, that, that's how I knew about him and her. I took his place. You what? I, okay, I got out. Nick didn't. I knew about her letters and... Jesus Christ, man, whatever you want from Nick. I, I'm not him, okay? I just I wanted to be. You're not Nick Cassidy. No, man, I just shared a cell. But you were saying you were. Yeah. So you could get with my sister. Yeah. So you could get down her chimney. Yeah. And you think telling me that's going to help your cause? He just won't accept it. He doesn't. He's like, don't you play any rain dingers with me, boy? <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. But Has Garrison East been in anything since? Is this when, he's, when he made the move back to TV? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's post Forrest Gump. There's yeah. definitely a downward trajectory, but, you know, he's just. He's a character actor. He, he can, I enjoyed him. I mean, he was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He, he seems like he was dressed like Professor Snape yeah. with that <laughs> stupid wig, but yeah. I enjoyed him. You know, he, he seemed like he was having a good time. Yes, so they won't accept that he's not Nick, so they send him into the casino. Even Charlie's friend will not accept mm. because he's like, in front of her, he's like, I'm, I've lied to you this whole time. And she's like, no, no, we're in love. Mm-hmm. She see, At this point, I mean, she has some twists and turns. Yeah. At this point, she seems so stupid. Yeah. Like, insultingly stupid yeah, yeah. It, it, it really turned me off to be honest yeah it wasn't no because it, it seemed i mean at least it does give her something else to be but at this point it's like wow you are the dumbest woman i've ever seen in a film in a long time yeah <laughs> and i think at one point he said she says something like um so none of it was real mm. and then he says i had better sex in prison <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was a good burn that was a yeah. fu- that was a good burn yeah, yeah. it was it was <laughs> So they, they won't hear any of it. So eventually, because they, they basically say, well, if you're not Nick, then we're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I guess I'm Nick. <laughs> and then they send him into the casino on like a, the first trip to the casino before they like fully rob it. Is this just like a recon trip? I think so. I can't remember exactly why they were there, but yes. Yeah, so they, they send him back into the casino, but they're like, oh no, you're going to need a disguise because you know, they'll recognize you because you worked here all these years. Yeah. In reality, he did not. Yeah. But uh, the disguise they give him, because this disguise is supposed to be like to make him blend in mm-hmm. to make him not draw attention to himself so he can just like take a look around make sure that these surroundings are as they should be mm-hmm. and then so they can get ready for this this robbery you know yeah. it's a very intricate Ocean's eleven kind of thing they dress him up as a gay cowboy <laughs> a gay Christmas cowboy <laughs> it's the most bizarre costume I've ever seen him wear yeah he's wearing a full 10 gallon hat mm-hmm. and like Spurs, mm-hmm. you know, like cowboy clothes in black, but also Christmas wreaths. Yeah. So he looks like an eccentric gay cowboy. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then he just, he just very kinda... easy to describe to the police. Yeah, very describable, very noticeable. Yeah. Is not gonna not blend in. It is sorry. Is not gonna blend in anywhere he goes. He's clearly gonna stand out. Mm-hmm. So him and Charlie. Charlie's also puts on a cowboy outfit. I mean, she looks more like just fine person, yeah. but she's still wearing a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you'd remember that. They go into the casino. Uh, obviously, it's all a lie because he doesn't. He's never been here in his life before. Also, it's a shitty casino. It really is. I was re- like, uh, that, I thought that was part of the joke. Do you think? Yeah, because again, if it, when like the the manager's like, we're a gambling destination. Yeah, that, like, it, this is when I. That's what I mean when when I say like I feel like this is the intention was that this will be like Fargo. 
where it's yeah. like the characters don't realize how low stakes this really is. Yeah. But the film isn't clever enough to make that clear. Because mm-hmm. it seems like yeah, the whole heist, which is so ridiculously overthought and overplanned, is to rob this shitty like off-road casino that looks as if like it must hold like 20 grand in the bank on a good day. Mm-hmm. Like there's hardly anyone in it. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere. It looks so run down. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're robbing Vegas. No. You know, they're not robbing like Caesar's palace. Mm-hmm. They're robbing some crappy out of town casino. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid, but they walk in in their cowboy outfits and then he gets talking to the manager of the place. He's yeah. played by uh Lou Ferrino from uh, the incredible Hulk. How was it? Yeah, he played the original mm. Incredible Hulk back in the 70s. It doesn't matter, just an observation. But uh, yeah, he talks to him a little bit and then he's he's obviously looking for an escape because he's still kidnapped by Gary Sinise and co. Mm-hmm. And, who, and he spots Ashton Kutcher, who is conveniently, I guess, about his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he follows Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, as we mentioned, has no lines in this film. It's mm-hmm. really weird. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, but he follows Ashton Kutcher into the toilet and then swaps clothes with him. Mm-hmm. We never see how that arrangement is made, I don't think. Nope, but I get the impression Ashton Kutcher will be on board. He seems very on board, yeah. And then, yes, yeah, so he, he swaps clothes with Ashton Kutcher, and then Ashton Kutcher is chased by Gary Sinise and co., while Ben Affleck goes dashing through the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. I mean, come on. Nice it was one. right there. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So he goes dashing through the snow uh, on his escape attempt and Gary Sinise is chasing and trying to shoot him, trying mm-hmm. to kill him. Charlize Theron tries to save him, well, does save him mm-hmm. uh, by, well, <laughs> Ben Affleck kind of goes rolling <laughs> down the hill. He just, yeah. He's like, he gets to like this steep drop mm. on the snow. He's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to parkour it or something. He, mm-hmm. just, he just goes like body rolling down the snow. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And then Gary Sinise is trying to shoot at him, but then Charlie's Ferron like grabs him and like pushes him down the steep as well. And mm-hmm. they're all just rolling through the snow. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Affleck and Charlie's Ferron are running away across the ice. And then Charlie's Ferron falls into the ice. Mm-hmm. In pretty decent scene. Uh, she falls through the ice uh, into the water. Mm-hmm. Can't get back up again. And Rudy has a moment of, I guess, redemption, guilt, jumps in after her. A redemption. A redemption, yeah. Rudy has a redemption, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he jumps in after her. And uh, they manage to shoot their way out of the ice. Mm-hmm. A, random, a, a poor random extra gets murdered. Mm-hmm. Brutally murdered. Yeah, that he, was weird. It was a weird little interlude, yeah. Yeah. So he's got a little ice cabin. I guess. Is that? It seems unsafe. It, it was very strange. He's just got a little shed without a floor yeah. on the ice. Is it for lake. fishing? I, I don't know. But it's, it's pitched on this piece of ice that is thin enough that Charlie's Theron can break it. Yeah, that's what it felt weird. Yeah. Like that, fe- that I don't understand what, what that is. What happens in the summer? I don't know. I don't know what that structure is. But yeah, he Because if it was like if the base of that shed was a boat, mm. then sure I get it. Fine. Mm-hmm. I still don't know why it's there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's this random scene where he comes he like asks if they need help and then he sees that they're clearly gangsters. Runs into his little shack. And then Gary Sinise breaks in, mm-hmm. shoots him a couple of times, so he's lying on the floor bleeding. Yeah. And then just shoots around him so that he falls into the water and drowns. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, really strange. Also, you know, if you fall into fall, fall into ice cold water like that, uh-huh. you die very quickly. Because of the cold. Because it's extremely cold mm-hmm. and you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the water, but because of the cold. Sure. And so then, yeah, you just take all that water into your lungs and your body just like shuts down very quickly. So, uh, you know, they, they would not be alive. 
What are you, oh, you mean Rudy and uh, Jollies? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Sure. I don't know how much this movie has like a, a toehold in realism, to be honest. I don't think it's that bothered. Yeah. But yes. Well, thanks for that grim little uh, You're aside welcome. there. Yeah. You're welcome. Good to know. Um, yes. Yeah, so their escape plan has failed. And now he is basically a prisoner of Gary Sinise and his gang, mm-hmm. which he was before, but now even more so. Now they're mad at him because yeah. he, you know, blew the mission. Gary Sinise tortures him mm-hmm. by throwing darts at him. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on this scene? It's so strange. Because yeah. Gary Sinise, he looked like a darts player in this as well. <laughs> yeah, Gary Sinise is not particularly physically threatening. No, he's, he's like, really not. He's like five <laughs> foot two when everyone else is like six foot seven, which yeah. doesn't make him particularly scary. Yeah. I love that darts was his thing. Yeah, it's such a weird way to torture someone. Like other men play football, but I, yeah. I play I play darts, and yeah. I use that as my torture device. Mm-hmm. Darts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Affleck seems genuinely terrified of the darts. He's like, yeah, these could really well, like, pierce yeah. the skin. You would be though, wouldn't you? Oh sure, yeah. Would it hurt that much? I don't think darts, unless they're like specially made darts for torture. I feel like regular <laughs> darts. You know, the regular darts you play in a pub. Yeah. I don't feel like they would cause you that much damage. Yeah, I think you, you might be right. I don't know, though. I feel like if you threw it, a dart into someone's <clears> stomach, it'd be like, it'd fall out. You'd be like, ow. Yeah. You'd be like, definitely be like, ow, that hurt. Want to try it? What, what I'll throw them at you? No. No. And then just bounce back. Because <laughs> I'm that hard. Um, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, so he tortures him with darts. And so Ben Affleck is basically a prisoner, but they're still planning on doing this full-scale robbery of the casino, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're keeping Ben Affleck alive, because they're still yep. thinking they're going to force him to help. And they still believe that he is Nick. Mm-hmm. They still haven't realised that he's not Nick, he's Rudy. Mm-hmm. Even though he is consistently saying, I'm not Nick, I'm Rudy. <laughs> Nobody's listening. But at some point, he breaks out of his hotel room, because he's, like, he's like chained to the bed, right? Yeah. But at, at some point, he manages to break out, and he goes a, he goes a snooping. Mm-hmm. And he, he sneaks up, and he... he uncovers he manages to listen into gary sinise and charlie's front in a swimming pool plotting together mm-hmm. and that's when he realizes that charlie's front is not gary sinise's sister mm-hmm. she's his lover yep <gasps> shock <laughs> twist <laughs> so uh, by the end of this i still wasn't fully convinced they weren't brother and sister yeah <laughs> yeah it was unclear yeah so yeah, he discovers that and then he realizes that Charlie's Fron is not on the up and up either. Because mm-hmm. up until now, Charlie's Fron has been very much like pretending to be on his side. Like yeah. she's played this very sappy role of being like, you know, oh, my brother's a gangster, but I'm a nice person and I'm mm-hmm. just caught up in all this mess. Mm-hmm. But now he realizes, no, she's very much complicit in this. So yeah, they, they rob the casino. There's a whole shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the gangsters get killed with the exception of Ben Affleck and Gary Sinise and Charlie's Fron. Mm-hmm. They all run away. Well, they, st- they, they steal the money. They, they manage to steal... I guess, I don't know, half a million, uh, a million, I don't know. I don't know, but it's a, a lot it's, of notes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole lot of notes, several yeah. sacks worthy of notes. Yeah. yeah. They get away and their plan then, Ferran and Sinise, mm-hmm. their plan is to drive Rudy over a cliff and make it look like he was the only surviving gangster from the original robbery Yeah. and make it look like he just came off the road and crashed and burnt. And mm-hmm. then that means they're off the hook. So they basically put him over the side of the cliff and that evil, that evil monologuing, mm-hmm. they're doing a classic evil monologue, Dr. Mm-hmm. Evil monologue. Uh, but then in the course of their monologuing, Charlize Theron gives herself away too much. <laughs> she reveals that she knew how Nick died. She was like, oh, Nick didn't get shivved for nothing. Yeah. And then Ben Affleck's like, wait, wait a second. I never so- told you that Nick got shivved. Mm-hmm. How did you know that? And you know mm-hmm. that. And then it all gets cracked open. 
and Charlize Theron is, is exposed as a liar. Yeah. And then she just shoots Gary Sinise and kills him. She just yep. kills Gary Sinise. She's like, oh, man. It's pretty underwhelming. It is a bit underwhelming, considering mm. he was the main villain, but also mm. kind of fits. Yeah. And then we get our second twist, mm-hmm. the most convoluted twist, <laughs> because it turns out that Nick wasn't killed in prison after all. Mm-hmm. Nick's still alive. Mm-hmm. Nick just walks out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. well, it, wait, the, the, he's humming silver bells, isn't he? Yeah. It's like a dark, like, yeah. cliffside night guns pointed and and then still it's like do 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 silver bells silver bells mm-hmm. question where was he they've driven out into the middle of, was he in the truck i think he was in the truck he must yeah. have been in the truck right just, so just waiting around in the truck sure so charlie's friend put him in the truck yeah yeah so he just emerges from nowhere mm-hmm. and it turns out Charlie's from was his lover mm-hmm. and this whole thing has been like a double long con yeah. on nick oh, no sorry on rudy yeah on ben affleck and what's happened is Charlie's Ferran and Nick were working together the whole time mm-hmm. to trick Nick into getting involved with these gangsters mm-hmm. led by Gary Sinise, who also didn't know what was going on, I guess, mm-hmm. to make them rob the casino yeah. so that she and him would swoop in at the end and steal all the money. Yep. It's such a convoluted plan. Yes, it is. There is so <laughs> much that could go wrong at any moment in this plan. <laughs> like if one thing doesn't go the way they're planned, mm-hmm. the whole thing falls apart. Like they spend a lot of time shooting at Ben Affleck. Yeah. Just one stray bullet and this whole thing doesn't work. A stray dart could have gone in his eye. She falls under the ice. He goes He goes under with her. They both could have died very easily. Well, I think that, that wasn't... I don't think she deliberately fell in the ice. I, mean, I think that was a legit accident. Accident. Yeah. Ben Affleck could have just not gone off the bus and looked at her. Like, so many ways this plan could have gone. It's such a long con mm. for such a petty crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they were going to, like... Well, it's lots of money. It's a lot But how does it really? Like, that's what I mean. If it was, like, stealing the crown jewels, sure. But just robbing some dodgy casino yeah. in the middle of nowhere yeah that probably doesn't have a lot of money no <laughs> but whatever so nick has been alive the whole time uh, so then nick and charlie's try to tr- to finish their plan by driving ben affleck off the cliff and killing mm-hmm. him but ben affleck manages to escape rudy i should say rudy manages to escape he hot wires the car mm-hmm. crushes nick's legs mm-hmm. drives charlie's front off the cliff yeah to her death we assume yeah then drives Nick off the cliff mm-hmm. in the van. The van explodes very, very theatrically. And we're left with Ben Affleck, Rudy, walking through the streets just with a sack full of money, putting wads of money into everyone's uh, post boxes, mm-hmm. basically being Santa on his yeah. way home to meet his dad and his family. So two things with this. Mm-hmm. He's got a family. He has a family, which is here, here to un- unfor never mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're in it for all of two seconds. Mm-hmm. And... There's something about the way that he's just... No, you know, three things about this. Okay. So we've got the family. There's an inconsistent amount of words going in letterboxes. Oh, yeah. It's very... He, he, it's like some, some people are getting one, their next-door neighbor's getting two. Just Maybe like, he's checked the list. You he know? knows he's been naughty, who's been nice. Yes. He didn't not give any out, though. True. But so, you know. like, worst-case scenario, you get $10,000, mm-hmm. but Ned Flanders next door, he gets 20000 Sure, that sounds fair. Nah, wasn't happy with it. He's what, what, what if he ran out of houses by the end? He'd be like, oh, damn, I shouldn't have given so many out earlier. Yes, I, 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 it's pretty arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, wasn't happy with that. And uh, third thing, Ben Affleck doesn't suit being happy. No. It doesn't work for him. I can't. I, I struggle to think of many movies in which he is happy. Yeah. He generally plays unhappy. Yeah, and he does it well. Yes, that's something he does very well. Yeah, yeah. unhappy Hence, and dumb. a good Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Kind of an unsatisfying ending. Yeah, very much so. Kind of a weird movie. 
<laughs> I mean, at least it really committed to its Christmas themes. Mm. You can't deny that. Even if it didn't commit to its Christmas release. Well, no, that, that wasn't. That, well, that clearly wasn't their decision. <laughs> but <No>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Do you want to do drinking games? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So drink every time there's a very weird kiss. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad you put that first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was really distracted by the kissing in this movie. Yeah, it was... Every kiss in this movie, like Charlize Theron and Ben Affleck and then mm-hmm. Gary Sinise and mm-hmm. Charlize Theron and then Charlize Theron and Nick. Mm-hmm. It's like open mouth kissing. It's but... tongue first. No, it's not even that. It's it's like open mouth, but it's not just like a slight open... You know, sli- when you kiss someone, you know, it's a slight open mouth and you mm-hmm. put your... You know, you do a bit of tongue tennis or whatever, you know, sure, yeah. yeah. This, it was just like, they both opened their mouths like like guppies. They kind of just <laughs> go like, like Pac-Man. Yep. They just open their mouths as wide as they possibly can. And they're just kind of like feeling around. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird style of kissing. Yes, it is. Yeah. It was so strange. <laughs> I was really, it's really, it's like they're trying to eat each other's faces. It was, <laughs> it was honestly, yeah. It, it, every time someone kissed this movie, I laughed so hard. It was like. None of the actors had ever actually kissed anybody before. No, no, no. But they'd seen people do it. Yeah, they'd, they'd read, they'd heard like tell of how kissing works on yeah. the planet. Yeah, like, <laughs> like teenagers who've been or like kids who like you know they're learning what kissing is for the first time. Oh, you keep mm-hmm. your mouth open. Okay, I guess this is how it works. Then mm-hmm. it's like, Wah! yeah, it was so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. An obvious one and one that I don't recommend because it will kill you. <laughs> drink for Christmas references. Yeah, definitely. I've also got drink for Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, um, no, no, no. We need to stop and pause on the Christmas references though. Like, okay. There was an insane amount in this movie. Like, it was <laughs> l- insane. Mm-hmm. Every scene, people were just like very inorganically saying things like, he's checking his list, he's checking it twice, mm-hmm. or... um. What does what was the there's stuff about the elves and the sacks and oh uh, Santa's dwarves Santa's dwarves there's a whole yeah. run around Santa's dwarves people quoting carols every other yeah. line it was so much I mean obviously mm-hmm. then there's also the title reference oh, don't play no reindeer games with me right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah drink for jarring tonal shifts <laughs> yeah of which there are so many mm-hmm. in this film like one minute it's a dramatic crime thriller and the next it's a it's a light comedy like mm-hmm. one minute he's getting shot at the next minute he's just watching he's watching pay-per-view in the hotel and he's mm-hmm. charging all his money up onto their bills and yeah uh, it was weird it was very, very strange it was very yeah. weird yeah um i've got uh drink for predictable moments for predictable or unpredictable well both really to be honest yeah. i mean some of the twists i could not predict no definitely <laughs> so, they were so, so weird they're so out of nowhere yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah. So, drink for predictable or unpredictable plot twists. Yeah. Okay, sure. Or drink whenever you get something right, but then also drink for like, I did wrong, not yeah. see that coming. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not brother and sister? Yeah. They're lovers? They're not lovers? What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Good. What was going on? <laughs> I don't like, know. If she's with. So, if the final final truth is that Charlie's Theron is with Nick, right? Yeah. He has willingly allowed her to just. He's basically sold her out to two other guys. Like she has sex with with Rudy. Yeah. And she has sex. I presume she has sex with Gary Sinise at some yeah. point. He's just farmed her out. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Is the actual reindeer game their weird kink for like him just watching his girlfriend have sex with other guys? Is that the final reindeer game? Maybe. Maybe it is. I'm yeah. not sure. I think it might be. Yeah. 
I don't I don't think the writers of this film fully know what's going on. No, uh, like I say, this film definitely escaped from the writers. They got away from them. Yeah. So yeah. But uh I don't know, that's my theory. <laughs> okay. Uh final one for me. Drink every time Nick recovers quickly from a brutal beating. Yes, that's right. Or very from true. having darts thrown into his body multiple times. He just sleeps it off. He's fine. He seems to just yeah. like bounce back very quickly. Yeah. Well, he's been in prison, you know. He's, yeah, he, he's hardened, yeah. They, they 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 throw a lot of darts in prison. Yeah. So I'm told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, cool. Great. Well, we should move on to uh, sequels. Go for it. But before we do, listeners, if you've enjoyed this episode, maybe you've enjoyed some others. Maybe you thought one time, hmm, maybe I should give these guys a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Well, then, if you do want to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash beyond the box set. You can subscribe for as much or as little as you want. And if you do, you get a few bonus features, such as a bonus show where we do film reviews. Uh, we just did Greenland. Mm-hmm. It's a bad film. It's not it's, great. It's, it's, yeah. it's disappointing. I wouldn't recommend watching it, but I definitely recommend listening to the review. Mm-hmm. You can also have a 30-second advert slot on the main show where you can talk about like your own podcast you're probably going to talk about. We also do a Patreon episode once a month where we get a patron on the main show to come pick the film for us. They can guest if they want to as well, but they don't have to. And you also get extended versions of the of the episodes as well. You get more drinking games, more sequel ideas, more listen submissions, just more bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. So all that is at patreon.com slash set. Indeed. So what does a receptionist do when the fire alarm goes off? I don't know. Call the fire brigade? I seriously hope that was a joke. That's what the fire alarm is for. Well, she's the one who asks what to do. I'm just guessing. Well, I think you'd have to be the one that makes sure everyone knows where the fire exits are and checks that everyone is out of the building. Like, we have the list of guests. It's not that hard. I just wait till it actually happens and we'll see if you find it's not that hard. What are you going to do if everyone goes off running in different directions before you check them off your list? Or someone sleeps through it. I highly doubt you can sleep through a fire alarm. I have. Sure. So what, we're just going to say they'll check off all the guests as they exit the building to make sure they're all out? Welcome to The Quids In is a new fictional podcast coming to all podcasting platforms weekly from September 10th, 2020. Learn more about the show by visiting our website at islandlifeproductions.com and clicking on Support Us. Right, so I've got two ideas. Okay. Um, I've got one that's small and silly, and I've got one that's slightly larger and silly. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, both of which clearly are in line with this movie, so go for it. <laughs> okay, so this first one, we pick up shortly after the, the initial film, mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck has just delivered money to every house along the street. Okay. What we didn't see in the original film is that it's not poetically Christmas Day, it's actually a few days before Christmas Day. Okay. and So he's early. Yes. And a few hundred meters behind Ben Affleck is Posty. Posty's just doing their rounds. Oh, Postman. Yes. Okay. Not a character called Posty. I just, I just call them Posties. Okay. You don't call them Posty? I've never heard that phrase in my life. No. 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 Okay. Well. But who, is, is it a single Postman or like multiple Postmen? Just one. Who's playing him? Um, Matt Damon? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Damon works definitely. So yeah, Matt Damon's playing playing posty, doing his rounds, and uh, well, what a morning is is he having? Every mailbox that he delivers to is full of money. So, it's full so of he money. just taking it all. <laughs> is he just like taking all the money? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Some of them have two wads of money in them. Amazing. He's like a multi. He's a millionaire now. Yeah. Love so, it. Now, Posty, not being the sharpest tool in the shed, sure. he presumes that this is some elaborate Christmas present from all the residents <laughs> in support of the new van that he's trying to crowdfund to help with the rounds. 
So he gladly takes all the money and spends it all on a really fancy van. I mean, that's a that's a leap, but okay, good for you, Poster. <laughs> that's all I've got. I just love I love the visual of Ben Affleck <laughs> going from door to door, putting like wads of tens of thousands of money, and just like ten minutes behind him, the same guy just be like, "Ooh, ooh yeah. take it out again." That's great. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Yeah, cool. I guess no one would ever know. No, apart from like maybe no one ever know if Matt Damon took all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they woke up too late. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, well maybe Ben Affleck finds out somehow I don't know how maybe, maybe like because you said he was too oh, stupid oh yeah 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 because like this is all in the neighbourhood that Ben Affleck's family live yeah so then like the next day um, he's going to go and like you know walk into town or whatever and he's going to be expecting everybody to be like I'm so rich like this amazing thing happened H- happy Christmas everyone and then nobody's like that and everybody's just the normal miserable self yes that's Ben it. Affleck's like Wait, but I gave you all loads of money. Why aren't you really happy? Yeah, money that I could have kept for myself. Yeah, yeah. like I did a really good thing and none of you are really happy. Why are you all being so like harsh to me? This, is, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no, I like this. So he he eagerly watches the news the next day thinking he's going to be like the, the local mysterious saint. Yeah. And so he's watching for people to be like, oh my God, this random guy left me all this money. It's great. Yeah. And nobody reacts. It's clear that nobody's actually received any money. Mm-hmm. And then the news story gets comes to the local postie who's suddenly a multimillionaire mm-hmm. and he obviously puts two and two together he's like shit the postie took all the money yeah and then he's angry like his eyes that, narrow i'd like to say the next day postie rolls up covered in like bling i mean surely he's not really still working clothes, and he's got like a van that's made of gold mm-hmm. um he's not thought out the box john he's he's still got his job he's just okay. doing it really well he's now. just very fancy now. yeah okay, sure. <laughs> No, I just like they did it. Then Ben Affleck is like stalking the postman, trying to get that money back from him. <laughs> yeah, and it becomes like a grudge match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then the postie is actually a lot more violent than he appears because he, <laughs> he, he's 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 a postman. It's a hard job to do. He, yeah, he's learned his shit. So yeah, Ben Affleck is his mission then becomes to steal the money back mm-hmm. so he can distribute it the way he intended to. But that postman's not having any of it. Yeah. He's keeping that money by hook or by crook. So, yep, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. What was that called? I didn't have a name for it. Okay, cool. Uh, so my idea, this first one is not a sequel in as much as it's a different take on the original, mm-hmm. which is just that in the initial scenes when Ben Affleck and Charlie's Ferron, they are dating, I guess, mm-hmm. and they're having, uh, and he quickly, it seems like she's kind of insane. Yeah. She's very obsessed with him, but they've no like she's she's a woman who's dressed as she's written to a prisoner for ten years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she had a fantastic line that I, I forgot to mention. One of my favorite lines of dialogue in this movie, which has a lot of terrible lines of dialogue, where he's like, "Why do you write to prison guys? You're so beautiful. You could have anyone." And she's like, "Yeah, but most guys they don't want to know what's inside me. They just want to get inside me." <laughs> <laughs> terrible, terrible dialogue. Like, oh, terrible dialogue. Look at you. Some pretty sweet. Why are you writing there, guys? Some calm you, you don't even know. I told you, Nick, remember? Tell me again. <sighs> Only guys I've ever been with. They never wanted to get to know me. Who I am inside. I just wanted to get inside. So this is kind of a rerun 
midquel kind of thing mm-hmm. where Ben Affleck steals his like his friend still dies in prison who still had a prison girlfriend who, mm-hmm. who wrote to him but never met him in face to face he gets out and steals his friend's identity but then it turns out this woman that he's like attached himself to is crazy mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> uh, and yeah and it's about him having to real. it could be like a thriller like misery or it could just be like a mm-hmm. comedy but it's about him realizing that this girl that he is basically hitched himself to yeah is completely and utterly insane yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun like she is um well because like, the scene when they go shopping i just think it's really funny when she's like he's like you can't buy me this coat it's 200 dollars. i've got i've got 50 percent off <laughs> like she seemed insane <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so i just totally. really like this idea that she is completely off a rocker there needs to be some reason why ben affleck can't just leave because he feels bad well at first he feels bad for her mm-hmm. but then he gets trapped in the lie yeah right yeah sure mm-hmm. sure do you reckon that this could turn into like a prequel to Gone Girl? Absolutely, yes. And then they get married and it gets really sinister. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. That was a good film. Yeah, it was a good film. We did that too early, I think. I don't think you were really... We could we could redo Gone Girl. I, don't know. I mean, not maybe not. It's not know. the one to redo. It's not the one to redo, no. No. Mm. Still got to do Brokeback Mountain at some point. At some point. The, the lost episode, yeah. yeah. Mm. Not sure if we ever will, though. Um, okay, so my second idea. Okay. Now, bear with me on this one. It's called Reindeer Games 2, Santa's Revenge. Santa's Revenge, okay. So, Gary Sinise had a dad who was expecting Gary or Gabriel to bring in some money to the, to the family business. Okay. Sort of like a, a crime syndicate kind of sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was one of nine brothers, him, Nick, and seven others. You mm-hmm. probably see where I'm going with this. Okay. We pick up on the Christmas day that followed this film. Okay. So, Gary Sinise's dad, and by the way, because obviously they're making this film in 2020, picking somebody age appropriate, this is where I used Matt Damon. Sure. What, is Gary Sinise's dad? Well, this is... A flashback? No, well, like, Matt Damon now, he's older, isn't he? But Gary Sinise's dad? How old was Gary Sinise in this? 50? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look it up. I think he was way younger than that. Let's see. So, Reindeer Games was 2000... Gary Sinise was born in... 19- so he was 45. Okay. Matt Damon right now... Is probably... He's, he's, he, I'd say slightly over 45. Matt Damon is 50. 50, okay. That tracks. What, a baby at five? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, Matt Damon could just... Oh, what? Oh, fine, okay, cast somebody, I don't care. No, 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 fine, go with Matt Damon, age you up, whatever. Well, how, where are you going with this? So it's 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 you've, this not, you've, a, you've, you've not really let me get anywhere. I'm sorry. So is this a prequel? It's a sequel. I don't. So I don't sure. understand how it's Gary Sinise's dad. If Gary Sinise was nearly dead in the original film. What? So, okay. I don't this understand. This is a different character. So this isn't a sequel. So this isn't isn't a sequel. Yeah, yes, it is a sequel. It's about a character we didn't see in this. Gary Sinise's dad. Gary Sinise, yeah, yeah, the Gary Sinise character's father. Yeah. In what? In the present day. Well, uh, I was just saying that I was making it in 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 present day. Maybe it's still set back in the day. I don't know. But, but how old is this character? Is this supposed to be an old man? It doesn't need to be super old. I mean, it's just be like. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, no, you, you, I don't you, understand. I'm, confu- I'm really confused. What, what is the timeline of this? Okay, this is like a few days later. 
okay, so it was set in the the original film came out in what two thousand twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah. So it's a couple of days after the events of it. So Gary Sinise is dead. Yeah. And this is picking up with his father. Yeah. Okay. His who, father who, cannot. Who you can cast anybody you want to be. Okay. It's it can't be Ben Affleck. That doesn't make any sense. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Robert De Niro. Okay. Will that work? Yeah, sure. So yeah. I, I feel I don't mean. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like. You just made a really big thing about that. I'm sorry, I don't know why that got into my head so much. I just couldn't understand where you were going. But okay, so it's Gary Sinise's character's father. Yep. In 2000, played by Robert De Niro. Yep. Right. Sorry. Okay. It's in my head now. Go. Cool. Okay. So Gary Sinise's dad, so Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. uh, with a very big beard. Sure. He comes downstairs. A Sansa beard. Yes. He no. What would make you think that? <laughs> he comes downstairs on Christmas morning and walks into the living room and finds five of his nine children there, all very sad that three of their siblings are dead. <gasps> three, I hear you ask. Are dead? Well, we already know they're dead. So above the mantelpiece are photos of Gary Sinise, mm-hmm. Charlie's Theron, and the other guy, the guy who was called Nick. Turns out all three of them were siblings. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but not Ben Affleck. Okay. No, 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 no. He's he's that. I I did try to do that, but like, it doesn't actually make any sense because then why wouldn't he recognize anybody? Sure. So the three villains were basically siblings. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they were called Blitzen, Cupid, and Prancer. Of course they were. And the other siblings, which some of them have show, shown up, they are Donna, Dasha, Vixen, Dancer, and Comet. Sure. Very, very natural human names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you might notice there's one missing. Oh, who could that be? Hmm, I couldn't tell. <laughs> Uh, it's it's Ben Affleck. He he he's the Rudolph. Of, of this. course, he's Rudolph. Yeah. And Robert De Niro says, "Well, sadness, my siblings aside, it's Christmas, and I want to open my presents. So, what did you all get me?" He opens all the presents from his from the children that are there, and they've all given him his favorite thing, money. Of course. Well, Comet, it looks like you've given me the most money there, so I guess that means that you win the reindeer games. It's a shame that Blitzen, which was Gary Sinise, couldn't be here. He was certain he was going to win this year. Oh, so he was robbing the casino because that, j- just to give him, that's, that's to a, win that's the their family. That's their family tradition. Their family dynamic. Who is can just steal to, the most money? Oh, interesting. So he died trying to please his father. That's very tragic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, all three of them did. Okay. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, because I guess that it was going to be split three ways unless they start killing each other off. In sure. In which yeah. case, then they win. Um, well, he, he says, anyway, for my present next year, I don't want money. I want you to bring me the head of whoever did this to our family. Ooh, okay. So he set the other seven siblings on to Ben Affleck, essentially. Yeah, the other... Six? Uh, five? Five, five. sorry, five. Okay. Yeah, and to Ben Affleck. Where can we go with this? So the five members of the Klaus fa- gangster family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all hunting down Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. and he has to fight them off. So maybe he's like... It's been a year or something. He's like got. Yeah. A new, he's got. You know. He's, he's he's got a family of his own. He's kind of figured stuff out. Yeah. So I'd say that that's probably like the prologue, and then we. I imagine we pick up like next December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Ben Affleck's just settling down to a to a, his first proper full Christmas season out of prison, mm-hmm. but then these people are going to come and they're going to try and ruin it. So for is him. the theme of this like a Die Hard sequel? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. So he just wants to have a normal family Christmas, but then oh no, there's people trying to kill him. Yeah. Sliding down his chimney whatever and he's just got to fight them off and kill them mm-hmm. i think that, I feel that works yeah yeah mm. so are these just like regular people have they got special powers or are they just like gangsters yeah i'd say they're all just regular gangsters with their sure. own with, with, with their own things going on yeah. like maybe there's maybe some 
somebody gains his trust or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe they are initially... They don't initially go straight to violence and breaking in. Maybe initially it's like a small town. Mm -hmm. He's like Ben Affleck's character. Like he's become like a family man, whatever. Yeah. So maybe they all come together and there's like a Christmas fete or a Christmas fair, you know. Yeah. And they're like, they all just play like new people in town who want to be part of the Christmas celebrations. Mm -hmm. So they all play like, you know, much like Charlie's Theron in this film is pretending to be some dumb redhead girl. Mm. But even though she's actually like a sinister killer mm -hmm. like so maybe like maybe all of the siblings they're all pretending to be just like classic christmas characters like you know the out of work dad or oh, yeah, know, yeah 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 the family is trying to save up for their kids special christmas presents or you know yeah whatever the, the new kids in town but you know just, just just stock characters yeah that works and they like ben affleck lets them into his life and he naively mm -hmm. lets them you know, opens it up to them, but then all they're doing is trying to manipulate him into revealing his weaknesses so that they can steal all of his money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely something there. So that is Reindeer Games 2, Santa's Revenge. Nice. I like it. I think there's potential there, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my second one is, it's called Reindeer Games 2, Away in a Manger. <laughs> so in this one, it's a sequel to the original movie, obviously. Yeah. Um, and just based on the fact that this original film had a lot of crazy twists and turns, mm -hmm. which were increasingly ridiculous. So I'm thinking we open with the events of the end of the original film. Mm -hmm. So we see the confrontation on the cliffside and we see Charlize getting driven, driven off the cliff mm -hmm. by Ben Affleck. Yeah. And then the car crashes down and then there's a huge explosion and, sh and you know, ball of fire or whatever and you assume she's dead yeah but then we're watching it from a new perspective and she jumps to freedom at the last minute of course she does she yeah. jumps away from the car rolls to safety yep. in the snow yep but she's hideously injured by the explosion oh okay very badly injured yeah so cut to 20 years later okay and we see her character in physiotherapy just like learning how to walk again learn how to move again mm -hmm. whatever she's been horribly burnt she's been horribly wounded mm -hmm. but she's alive and well and this whole movie is her, her search for revenge. Revenge. <laughs> she wants revenge. Yeah. yeah, so she gets away from the scene of the crime and she bides her time for 20 years just as she learns to recover, learns to walk again, learns mm -hmm. to be a person again. And I'm thinking 20 years later, or it doesn't have to be 20 years, it could be 10 years, Ben Affleck's rebuilt his life. He's got a family now. He's, mm -hmm. he's got married. He's got... This is he's, he's found a woman. He's, he's in love. He's found a woman he loves. And his wife gives birth to their firstborn child. Sure, yeah. Like, a bit late in life for Ben Affleck. He's like 50, but let's just go with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, his firstborn child is born on Christmas Eve, of course, mm -hmm. you know, coincidentally. <laughs> but then, just as they're celebrating this happy occasion, mm -hmm. Charlie's Theron in, in the middle of the night and her crew of gangsters break into Ben Affleck's, like, country house, mm -hmm. kidnap his firstborn child. Oh. Yes. Don't we do it? They don't kill him or anything. They're okay. just kidnapping him. Okay. Yeah, so I'm thinking that they then try to... Uh, She's trying to blackmail Ben Affleck yeah. into paying up because maybe he's like super rich now. I don't mm -hmm. know. So they're trying to blackmail him into paying up for his son's safe return. Mm -hmm. But it turns out, second plot twist, they stole the wrong baby. <laughs> and it's somebody Very else's good. baby. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's still going to rescue that baby, but it's not his baby. So it's, it's a double plot twist. Okay. And the baby belongs to a local family. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, and basically, I'm just thinking it'd be a really fun idea to just have like. Ben Affleck versus Charlie's Theron in this like escalating war of plot twists. Yeah. Like, aha, it wasn't even my baby. Aha, but I knew it wasn't your baby. Yep. I, I wanted it to be your baby. I like that idea. Yeah. 
It's a bit. It's very silly, but that's basically what happened. Well, that's what it should be for. It should be. I mean, this this film is silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. So, should we go to listen to some hymns? Yeah, sure. Great. Kevin Murray said, "Reindeer games. This time, reindeer is plural." Okay. So I guess that means multiple reindeer, multiple games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Bob Tarnold said, "Reindeer, reindeer games had a ton of silly twists towards the end." So I'd continue to bounce off that and reveal that Gary Sinise and Charlie Theron didn't die at the end and come back to get revenge on Ben Affleck instead. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Dennis Fanning said, Reindeer Games 2, Antler Antics. <laughs> Evenye Cotman said, Reindeer Games, the Hanukkah heist. Mm-hmm. Zach Dawson said, Easter Egg Hunt. I guess just different time of year. Sure. And finally, our friend Martin Gardner at MG Loves Fun said the reindeer hunger games the hung it's like the hunger games but they're all reindeer <laughs> the bow and arrow scenes may be tricky <laughs> yeah i can see that martin yeah that sure. very very good okay so thank you everybody for those sequel ideas we ask for your listener submissions every week a few days before we record by putting posts out on facebook and twitter where you can post your ideas so make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't miss out to listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave a five-star review if you like. It really helps us to stay on top of the rankings, so please do consider doing that. As mentioned earlier, we're also available on Patreon, which is exclusively for the people who would raise us more than five stars if they could. You can find all the relevant links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry, it's a you pick. Yeah. What have you got? So I've been struggling to find Christmas movies. It is, it is a challenge, yeah. And I have decided that films set at Christmas time are acceptable. Sure, I can go with that, yeah. So next week we're going to be doing a film that has been, it's been on my short list since we started this show, mm-hmm. just because I had watched it recently when we first started. Okay. Um, In Bruges. In Bruges. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Yeah, have you seen it? No, but I'm excited. I've heard it's. Good. I've heard good things. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it when I watched it. I'll have to wait and see how it holds up. Great. No, I'm excited for that one. I think it'll definitely be a step up from this. So. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So fantastic. Join us next week, listeners, for In Bruges. Yeah. See you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs>